This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's brilliant, mate. It's like, that's all right. That's what we love about the game, mate. That's you know you want, you know like, I love it when you see two blokes arguing about football. You think they're going to kill each other, and then you go the next day and they're sitting at the same table arguing again. You know, so that's what we love about the game. It's it's a difference of opinion. It's a difference. I I love that part of it. Like I said before before the city game, it'd be pretty boring, and I wouldn't. Have, be anywhere near as interested if everyone was just had the same opinion about something. So, um, you know, from my perspective, it's it's the fact that football does sort of give so many voices the opportunity to, to have an opinion about it. Now, it doesn't mean I have to listen to all of it or I believe about it. It's it's not it's not sort of what I tap into. But you know, I love the fact that you know football does bring discussion and debate to the table so um, I've got no issue with it and you know and even the you know I, I treat it in equal measure even the, the so-called plaudits after it doesn't doesn't really affect me but I love the fact that some people get excited by it and others think no it's it's a load of crap. No, but um, Do you know Karen? no, I don't. I've, been, don't. I've never, I've never met Karen. No, I don't think I've ever come across her. But in many respects, wouldn't that make her fairly um, ahead of the game? Yeah, yeah. So I reckon she's a pretty smart operator. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not sure about the love letter stuff, mate. I mean, um, but no, look, I, I look, it's it's. I guess, you know, me kind of moving to 
to, to Celtic kind of brought me closer to this part of the world. You know, I was aware that particularly, say, Celtic Rangers, everyone down here watches it, so it kind of gets into people's consciousness. But, um, you know, I guess if, if, if Karen noticed, then, like I said, uh, all credit to her. No, I, I, mean, I, I mean, I wasn't immersed in it, but it was just, I mean, even the, the questioning I was getting here, and, and it wasn't anything unusual to me. It's about, you know, will you change your approach and, and will that approach work? And, and I think there was a valid sort of um, backdrop to that that Tottenham have had a fair bit of success playing a totally different way against it, and I thought that was that was great because that, as I said, that those kind of things are the things that challenge my beliefs because, you know, when you, when you kind of say, well, no, I understand that works, but I want to do it this way because... Ultimately, if I waver in that moment, then makes me start thinking, OK, maybe I have to look at this a little bit differently. You know, going to Man City and trying to play like we want to play, maybe it's not a good idea because this has worked in the past with, with, with Tottenham. So, And like I said, that's a valid discussion to have, you know, for, for many people. But I guess my point to that was, well, that's not me, though. That's, and that's why I'm sitting here because, you know, the end game was never... Well, I don't think is about just beating Manchester City because if that was the end game, then there wouldn't be the change that has happened here. No, no, it's because it's not because because vindication would mean that I'm trying to prove something. I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to win. That's what I'm trying to do, you know. And and I don't waver on that because I want to prove a point. I I just think this is the way forward because this is what has worked for me my whole career. So this is there's a methodology I have, a belief I have that's got me to where I am today and I believe will get Tottenham to where it needs to be. So along the way, <coughs> if things work, I don't see that as a vindication. That's just me keeping doing it. If it's not working, then I just need to keep doing it, not trying to prove people wrong, if you know what I mean. of extra game time every week in there. So, uh, well, uh, it's an interesting one. If we did a goals per minute, would that work out? There's a stats freak out there will bring it out for me. Um, I don't know, but I, I do enjoy it, I, I've got to admit. I, I think we, we, we're still are well short in that area. You know, It's still the area that I, I think we've got so much more upside in our front third to score more goals. You know, I really feel like, you know, apart from, <coughs> like I said, there's some areas of we need to keep working on, but... Our front third stuff, I still think we've got so much more improvement to, to, to get to uh, as a team. Um, and, and, and we're seeing some of it at the moment. You know, I think, you know, Brennan and Decky Korsevsky are starting to get a bit more familiar with their roles. And, and I think, you know, Gio getting a couple of goals from midfield. But I just think it's an area we can certainly improve. But um, I think it's great. I think, you know, ultimately it's you know, what people love about our game, you know, that, that release of when a team scores and the more goals you have, I think that the more exciting games sort of get.
Yeah, look, I, I didn't have that specific sort of talk to him or anyone else. I think the players understand that. I mean, I think most players understand that. Some of it feel like, you know, what they've done in the past is enough to, which, which you know, that's that's fair enough as well. Or if they've come off a tough time, you know, they see it as an opportunity to, for some sort of redemption. But I think the only thing with, with Gio, I think, you know, I, I just wanted to make sure, not just him, but all those guys who, like you said, particularly maybe were on the periphery and uncertain about their future was that I wasn't going to make any decision until they got a real good opportunity to show me what they could do and, and be part of it. And I sensed with him that that's all he wanted, you know, and he was prepared to sort of take whatever fallout there was from that, but he wanted a, a decent shot at it. And, you know, he was good through pre-season. And then, <coughs> obviously, I mean, the, I think the Fulham game was the second game of the year where he picked up the injury that set him back. Um, but he's been good the last, you know, the last not just the last two games, but the last sort of month for us in terms of training and what he's been delivering. And, and hopefully that gives him the confidence because he's definitely, you know, he's definitely a talented player. You see how important he is. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. To the Argentina national team. I, I, I suspect, well, I suspect I know they're very close, and and, and like I said, I, th I think our dressing room, you know, right now is is a is a pretty sort of united, albeit eclectic one, where there are some you know uh, some some differences in 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 culture and music choice and all these other things, but they're they're a pretty united group, and they they, they kind of integrate to you know with one another really well. But there's no doubt, you know. Romero is, is a big influence over the, you know, some of the guys that sort of are closest to him and, and, and Gio's certainly one of them. But but Gio's his own man. He's you know, he's an experienced player, he knows what he wants out of his career and you know, he senses there's an opportunity now for him here and he wants to make the most of it. And I mean that's great for us because with you know, with with matters out, you know, he, he was gonna be difficult to replace in in terms of and I don't think, you know, Gio's like for like, but Matters was providing goals and assists, and you kind of go, well, we need that whoever comes in, and the fact that he's scored a couple of goals and he's been involved in a couple of goals has been great for us. Matt, and then John, please. I don't give them surveys, mate, and ask them. Um, I think he has played there in, in, earlier in his career, but, uh, you know, I, I think 
I always think that if there is players who can sort of do that, it, it's great for them to just experience that for a little bit. It gives them a different perspective again. And then when they go back out wide or they're, I don't know if it's his preferred position. I'm not sure which his preferred position is. It kind of frees them up a little bit. They see the game a little bit differently. It's a bit like sort of Sonny going to the central role. If I reckon if I put him back out the left wing, he'd have a different again perspective. Um, so I'm not really sure. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not, I don't know, but I, I mean I like him out wide. I think what he delivers out wide and, and you know, there's still areas we, we're really pushing him. I, I think he can be a much bigger goal threat than, and we're pushing him really hard in those areas. But, you know, just his general sort of energy and work rate and, and his ability to break lines with his running is, I think, is, is probably, I think, more suited in my system to playing out wide. But watching him playing, you know, centrally the last couple of games, he's, he's very, very effective in there and certainly an option for us. John? Again, it's not something I kind of discuss with Hugo, but he's yeah, he's part of the first team. He's been he trains hard every day. He's, he's a big yeah. I think the the goalkeeping <coughs> sort of unit, fraternity, whatever you want to call them. Um, it's really it's really a good environment. Um, and whilst Hugo obviously hasn't been playing, hasn't been part of the first team, it hasn't sort of changed his you know, demeanour or the way he comes in every day. He's very professional. Um, you know, it's great for the other keepers to to sort of have him there as somebody with great experience. But, you know, it's no secret he's in the last year of his contract and it's in the last six months now and I'm sure he'll be thinking about his future um, and what he does sort of next step. But it's not something I'm sort of too focused on. I, I'm, I'm delighted we've, we've signed Fraser on for another year. Um, I think I've said numerous occasions in public that his training is just elite level, you know, so... You know, I still think he's he's a Premier League standard goalkeeper, absolutely. But as often in most cases, you know, in squads, it's the guys who maybe aren't playing regularly that that can sometimes, um, you know, affect the mood of the whole group. And if you've got a guy like him who's not playing regularly, that's training the house down every day, it's it's a hell of an example to everyone else. And um, yeah, delighted to, to to sort of have him on board for at least another year. Um, Hopefully, longer beyond that. Well, it's not. It's not my decision. That's a decision for Hugo, the club. It's not. I. I. I, I don't have that power. I never want that power. My. My role is to. You know, Hugo is a member of this squad, and and. You know he how he trains every day is important to me, how he presents himself. Because if he wasn't, then I'd be dealing with it. But I haven't had to because he's been absolutely first class in everything he's done. So, And again, as a manager, I don't take that for granted because there's, that could be a problem for me. You know, Like most managers, it's the ones who aren't playing sometimes that give you the biggest headaches. And he hasn't given me any cause of concern with his approach, his application or anything like that. But, you know... It's his career, it's his sort of decision to make beyond that. It's not something that I would get involved in. I, I don't know, mate. I, I, I've lost 
five defenders and I, I could lose seven goalkeepers. I, I don't know, mate. You know, it's not. It's why I do treat everyone the same because you don't know. You know, he's he's a member of this team. He's a member of the squad, and you know, you don't know what's down around the corner. And and it's the way you treat people when they're not involved that will come back to bite you if you need them one day. Okay, last couple, Darren, and then finish with Dan, please. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I've been fortunate. I've worked with some good ones, but he's look irrespective of me. Take me out of the equation. I, I, I think he's he's elite in every sort of um, aspect of you know attacking players who've played in the Premier League. I, I'd be very surprised if by the time he's finished, which is well down the track, um, if he's not up there as one of the outstanding strikers. Because don't forget, a lot of his career has played out wide, but he's been a goal threat the whole time. Now I'm putting him inside, and he's, well, he's got nine goals already f for the year. He's, I think he's leading goal scorer for offside goals as well. So um, he's, um, so he's 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 been outstanding, and I knew that before I got here. But yeah, you know, just working with him every day and the example he sets as a person, as much as a as a footballer, is he's just outstanding, you know. And yeah, even that that's it's inspiring for me, you know, when you see a person who. You know, for all intents and purposes, has has climbed the mountain many times in terms of his own football pedigree. That you know, every day he loves what he does, and every day he feels it's a blessing, and every day he that rubs off on other people. And then he plays the game like that. You know, he runs around like he's a kid. You know, literally. You know, just chasing balls down. And you know, like I said, to me that's it still inspires me, and um, you know, feel very grateful to be working with him. Yeah, yeah. That that well, that is the the sort of definition of leadership. Is you know, what do you do when when the chips are down, when things aren't going well? You know, what's because everyone invariably looks there. You know, that they, they look at your leaders. What are your leaders doing? And you know, I think he just got this thing in his head that whatever they say about me, good, bad, or otherwise, I'm not going to stop running through this period. And 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 that has an effect on people. It does because a lot of that running is without reward. You know, he doesn't get a reward for just chasing the ball down. But if your leader and, you know, and, and your best player is doing that, then me as a teammate, well, I can't not do it. I just cannot. I have to follow that lead, you know. And uh, through this period, we've, 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 we've had to sort of dig deep. And we're still, like I said, we're still not out of it. We're still going through it. He's, he's been a, a, a force in, in, in showing us the way forward. Yeah, he's, yeah, he will be. He'll be a very important part of what we're building. And um, but that doesn't mean you know we wouldn't sign another striker because I think even Sonny would demand it of me. If, if you're going to build a team that's going to win things, you know, I've always found your best players want more good players in the building. You know, they're not comfortable. They don't want to be comfortable. They don't want to just be sitting there saying, "Well, I'm the man." They they want to know that they're going to be surrounded by other players who are just as motivated for success. So. Um, but there's no doubt that you know Sonny will be a big part of that. Outstanding, yeah.
yeah, it, it is. And, and again, that's not the only way, you know, the only road to success. I've seen other people who it's just about the winning and, and you admire it so much because I would find that you know, so unrelenting, that, that pursuit of just the result because you know a lot of times, particularly in football, the result is sometimes out of your hands. You, know, you could do everything right and still lose a game. And I would find that really hard to deal with, whereas my pursuit is about trying to play a certain way that will get us the result. And I find that, okay, if we play well and we haven't got the result, I get some sort of small comfort from that, you know. Um, so it's just a different approach, but that's, it doesn't mean there's a right or wrong way. It's just, the, you know, the, the, the road to success. But again, you know, Yeah, uh, to be honest, I thought the second goal was more because, you know, part of what I want to do was, was press, you know, the best footballing side in the world aggressively, you know. And, and when G.A. scored his second goal, we are on the halfway line pressing them, trying to win the ball. That meant, you know, Ben's man-on-man -man with Haaland and, and our full-backs are man-on-man -man with, with their wingers. And that's part of it as well. It's not just what we do with the ball, it's what we do without the ball, you know, taking that approach and... Um, you know, that, that, like I said, when you go into a game like that and that's your, your kind of what you want to do, if you come out of it, what you want is to give the players something, show them something to say, look, you did it. This is not just words. This is not just an idea. You did it. And it may have only been for small parts of the game, but if you can do it for small parts, our challenge is now, can we extend that to, to, to bigger areas? Whereas if you never even try it, you never know. You don't know if you can do it or not. So if we change my approach for the Man City game, that's where I would have lost. I wouldn't have got any opportunity to give that feedback to the players. So, you know, um, from that perspective, we got a lot of good sort of information out of that game, good and bad, like areas where we really struggled. But some, you know, I, I explained it to, to, to the other coaches is, you know, like when you're paying for gold, there's a lot of dirt there, but you're just looking for that little speck. And we got quite a few specks of gold that I could show the players after the game and say, you know what, if we keep digging here, this, we'll get some nuggets eventually. Yeah. Oh, Done, do you want to finish? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, can't believe I said that, sorry. <laughs> 12 o'clock tomorrow. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.